Chapter 7 of the Social Settlement Movement in Chicago by Josephine Hunt Raymond. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 7 The University of Chicago Settlement. The plan for a university settlement to be affiliated with the University of Chicago antedates the opening of the university itself, it having been a part of the original purpose of the institution. In January 1894, the settlement began its work in that part of Chicago known as the Stockyards District, the settlement rooms being at 4638 Ashland Avenue. This district was chosen by reason of its pressing needs for humane work. Hence the work with which the settlement has become mostly closely identified is that of the organized charities of the city of Chicago. This does not necessarily imply that other lines of work have not been fully and successfully carried out the day nursery the kindergarten the clubs and classes the picture gallery the circulating library and the savings bank are all in a most prosperous condition but here perhaps more than in any other social settlement the work of investigation in matters pertaining to the unemployed and the needy has been most thorough the community in which the university of chicago settlement is located is one of the most interesting economically and sociologically considered in the city of chicago the territory lies between thirty-ninth and fifty-fifth streets it is primarily an industrial community built up around one great industry the stockyards together with the packing houses virtually furnish all the employment in the community the stores saloons etc being indirectly dependent upon the yards for support Perhaps 75,000 people draw their means of livelihood from the stockyards. The employment is, however, very irregular. When a heavy shipment of cattle is received, an extra force of men is put on to dispose of the animals, that the burden of their maintenance may not rest on the company any longer than is necessary. Hope of obtaining this extra work attracts more men to the stockyards district than can be supplied with steady work and those best acquainted with the situation declare that all the workmen concerned, as well as the community, would be better off were 25% of the laboring force to be discharged and forced to leave the district. In recent years, the introduction of improved machinery has affected the employment of labor, as well as the wages paid, unskilled workmen being able to operate machines as well as trained workers. There are always plenty of the former waiting for work, and for this reason it is impossible to form labor unions. Moreover, attempts at organization of labor have met with decided opposition from the capitalists of the district. Indeed, it may truly be said that the whole district is dominated by the owners of the stockyards. The various nationalities in the district form a curious conglomerate. Irish, Germans, Poles, Bohemians, Jews, Finns, Russians, and Lithuanians. It is most un-American in spirit and in manner of living, from the fact that the entire community seems to be given over to desperate struggle for a livelihood, and there have been until recently almost no influence to humanize and harmonize so many diverse elements. Charity, in the commonly accepted sense of the word, is not what is needed in a district like this. The workers are self-respecting people, who in spite of the fluctuating condition of labor, refuse to pose as paupers, even in idle times. But the results of this irregular employment are poverty, 
and a spirit of independence coupled however with an unwillingness to change lest matters be made worse it is with this unhappy combination of difficulties that the residents of the university of chicago settlement are trying to cope the formation of character is aimed at as well as the relief of distress the industrial situation being what it is many elements of common interest educational social and recreational must be introduced before a feeling of common sympathy and an unconscious growth into harmony of purpose shall bind the now unharmonious elements of the community together the chicago bureau of charities operated under the civic federation of chicago has organized six districts each with its president treasurer and agent one of these districts is the stockyards district the agent mr a m simmons a graduate of the university of wisconsin is a resident of the university of chicago settlement and from its rooms plans and oversees the relief work of the district this has proved a most beneficent arrangement as the residents of the settlement because of their close touch with the needy of the community can give to the scientific worker knowledge of the actual facts of various cases dealt with by the bureau of charities the object both of the settlement and of the bureau is to administer relief in such a way that those aided shall be lifted to a higher spiritual plane by the aid rather than be pauperized as is often the case in philanthropic work there are seventy-five friendly visitors connected with the stockyards district the visitor receives no reward for his or her services but performs a most necessary function in the working system of organized charities each family in distress is visited regularly with a view to obtaining a knowledge of its personnel its standard of life its misfortunes its weaknesses and the possibilities rising into stability of livelihood the visitor endeavors to teach the family independence and self-respect and to encourage all attempts at self-support employment is found for those members who are able to work and the education of the children of the family is insisted upon the most accurate information can thus be given the district agent who can thereupon proceed systematically in his treatment of the family if it seems wisest to assist with money money is supplied medical aid and the attendance of a nurse are given the sick while however every means is employed to relieve the work proceeds in the most scientific manner the causes for poverty or illness are sought the physical and mental peculiarities of individuals noted and steps taken whenever possible to make an upward course easy during the recent winter the cooperation of the settlement and the bureau of charities has been most satisfactory charity has been given a meaning widely different from what it has stood for in the past it has become more intelligent more sympathetic more effective the settlement with its local knowledge growing out of its close constant personal contact the friendly visitor enlarging the life of the neighborhood by bringing a continuous vitalizing force from the better favored neighborhoods the charity organization society with its trained officials and recorded knowledge bring its technical skill to bear upon the most difficult problems foretell a better day for our needy neighbors when we shall no longer be compelled to offer alms to any able-bodied american citizen it is fast growing evident that the house-to-house -house work done by the combined forces of the settlement and the organized charities is aiding the other activities of the settlement
it is not difficult to reach the children of the various families through the friendly visitors the kindergarten under the direction of mrs mary b page has been a pronounced success from the start two choruses are conducted by miss marie hofer with splendid results there is a day nursery supported by the south side crush association the same association maintains sewing and dressmaking classes the cooking classes have outgrown the limits of the settlement kitchen and have been moved to larger quarters of the clubs the most notable is the women's club conducted by miss m dowell the head resident of the settlement the members of the club have caught the spirit animating the relief force carried on by mr simmons and are seeking to put into living operation the ideas developed in the settlement a loan collection of articles for the sick bedding hot water bottles and other necessaries of the sick room have been contributed by members of the club the voice of the settlement has not yet rung so plainly in the ears of the municipal authorities as has that of hull house but it is growing louder all the time it is demanding that a branch of the public library of chicago be established in its district it also claims public baths and a park or two none of these demands have as yet been granted but they will be in time the needs of the people are too evident to be long disregarded and the residents are moreover born agitators the residents of the settlement have repeatedly called attention to the fact that the health of residents of the ward the twenty-ninth is constantly threatened by the criminal neglect which allows two other wards to make a part of the territory of the twenty-ninth ward a dumping ground for garbage the death rate in the ward is steadily rising because of the nuisance though to dump garbage within the city limits is an offence punishable by law thus far the only protest has been that raised by the residents of the settlement the relations between the university of chicago and its settlement are most cordial and inspiring the assistance is felt to be mutual as miss mcdowell has plainly pointed out each owes a spiritual debt to the other the university has a spiritual debt to the settlement which is diffusing throughout its wretched community a better conception of the possibilities of life higher ideals cleaner morals so that the whole level of life will in time be raised the settlement owes to the university much of its inspiration and its hope for the future End of chapter seven